Welcome to the podcast that encourages creative women to move past resistance and start taking perfectly imperfect action one day at a time toward their dreamiest creative dreams. If not now, when? This is your time, and I'm here to cheer you on. I'm your host, Kim Fawson. So glad you're here. Hello, my lovely. How are you? How was your week? Oh my gosh, mine was so amazing. I feel this beautiful shift happening in my life and I can feel it like all the way like through out my entire being it's really interesting I can't explain it I just feel like spring it feels like spring although we still have so much snow happening that's how I feel so there's so much going on and so much to be excited about right now And I stumbled upon, accidentally, an amazing teacher that I want to share with you. But first, let me see. Let's talk about what's happening around here this week. So one, the Momentum Method is underway, and it's amazing, and the women are amazing, and we have our clarity journals, and we're writing, and... More importantly, we're thinking about the things that we want to see unfold moving forward, how we want to show up in the world, who we want to be, the legacy we want to leave behind. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait, although I'm loving this lead up, but the first 30 that we're going to do together, oh my goodness, momentum. So there's that. And we had a live on Tuesday, our first live, and we were kind of getting our thinking going, thinking about considering ourselves and so on, and that was super fun. And we had like some questions to think about, and that was interesting. It was like a whole list of questions, and I read them out, and some we had immediate responses to, others we didn't, and what was really interesting as I mentioned oh my gosh, I should print this out and take it to Easter dinner with my family. And I would be like groaned right out of the room, which made me think why I love doing the podcast, having classes and connecting with you, people who get this. So you can have these conversations that are so interesting and a little more in depth and truthful and exciting. So that's amazing. Okay, the other thing that is happening or happened on Thursday, I went to Winnipeg with John. He had a doctor's appointment. And I have to say, that is probably the longest I've been away from home and (laughs) the studio since pre-COVID. So that was interesting. I was in a mall for the first time, I think, since COVID. And I actually don't miss it at all. I was happy to be there, but I don't miss that experience. Kind of wandered around, got some steps in, found a few things, tried the Starbucks egg bites that I kept seeing on social that looked so yummy, and they were. Now I want to try to make them, but that was fun. And it was just really cool and fun just to hang out and be together. And Then it was even more amazing to come back to work again on Friday. The sun, the light is so beautiful. 
so grateful I get to be here and do the things that I do. Life is good. Life is really good. All right, so let's go ahead and switch gears. I want to share with you a few things that are blowing my mind this week. Things I've discovered. It feels a bit like accident, but I don't think it's accident at all. And I really, really want you to hear what I'm going to share with you and take it in. All right, so somewhere along my research journey this week, and I really do love that part of what I do allows me to scroll and watch YouTube and listen to podcasts, and that is part of my work. And what I love the most is when I can learn something and share it with the world or teach it to the world and so on. And this week, I accidentally, but I feel like it wasn't accidental at all, I stumbled upon a book and the book is called Getting to Neutral and it was written by Trevor Moad who passed away at 48 years old. And he was a sports psychologist. He worked with like incredibly famous athletes. And I'm not familiar with the sports world, but for example, Russell Wilson, Marcus Stroman were a few of the people that he worked with. He passed away from cancer at 48, and he was writing his book, Getting to Neutral, while he was fighting cancer. His story is so fascinating in itself, but what I want to do is share what I've learned from him so far. So I'm listening to the Getting to Neutral book, which is so good, but I'm also listening to podcasts, watching YouTubes, and just kind of soaking up what it is that he taught and shared with his athletes that he worked with. So I think it was just in the last few years before he passed away that his message started to get out more into the world. And up until then, he was focusing on his work directly with athletes. And then he wanted to, you know, allow it to reach more and impact more. And I would say he has had a huge impact. I just didn't know of him in my little circle. So before we get into all the things that I've discovered so far, listening to his audiobook and all of his interviews, I want to invite you to be open to hearing things that are outside of your circle, outside of your bubble. Because even though I don't know anything about sports, I'll be honest, if I saw Trevor Moad and sports psychologist and thought, well, I'm not into sports, I would have completely missed this gift. Okay, so now let's talk about some of the incredible things that I've learned while listening to the book and also his many interviews that I've watched on YouTube and listened to on podcasts. And I think I want to start with the one that blows my mind so much like I oh my goodness and it has to do with negative thinking but stick with me if you're like here she goes again think positive think positive easy for her to say by the way it's not that easy for me to say but anyhow before you think that hear me out so Trevor teaches or taught 
that it's not about positive. It's about getting to neutral instead of being negative. But the thing that I heard him say that blew my mind the most, and it is backed by studies and proof, when we speak our negative thoughts out loud, the impact of those thoughts is increased by 40 to 70 percent. 40 to 70 percent more impact by speaking our negative thoughts out loud. What the heck? Okay, I feel like I kind of knew that speaking negative things out loud wasn't that good. But I feel like I leaned more to let's just speak positive things versus thinking about what I was saying out loud negative. And I'm going to be honest, I'm really good at going home. No matter how lovely my day is right now, light coming in, it's beautiful. I get to do all the things that I love. I'll go home and I'll say to John, oh my gosh, when's winter going to be over? Um, it's so icy out there. I can't stand it. Like these are some of the things I say out loud on the regular and he just listens to me. Here's another thing about him. Just side note, you may or may not know, depending on if you've been in my little world for a while, he had cancer in 2013. He had his leg amputated in 2017 and he rarely is negative when he speaks about his life. So he would not go for a walk and come home and whine about it being slippery. It just isn't something he ever does. I'm not saying he doesn't have negative things, but to think that he goes out for a walk with a prosthetic, I'm guessing he's just so happy he gets to go out for a walk. But here's me, perfectly healthy, two of my own legs, strong, healthy, go home. Oh my gosh, it's so icy out there. I'm so sick of this ice. When's it going to be over? Ben almost fell. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. So, and that's not the only thing I complain about, but that's just an example and just interesting to notice. So one thing I want to say here from the beginning, it's not about like putting ourselves down, but what if we notice? So what I think is so amazing about the concept of not speaking our negative thoughts out loud is if we are speaking negative thoughts out loud right now and their impact is 40 to 70 percent and we're speaking something negative about something we want to change, something we want to overcome, something we want to improve upon and so on. If we're speaking that out loud, if we stopped doing that then does that mean, and I think it does, that we're increasing the potential and the possibility to do the thing that we want to do by 40 to 70% because we stopped speaking out loud negatively about it. Or maybe there's some math there that I'm not getting, but are you hearing me on this? So instead of, and this is something I'm going to be talking about in the momentum method moving forward based on this discovery this week. Oh my gosh. So instead of having to do more, take more steps, being unrealistic, trying to get to where we want to go and setting ourselves up and we don't do what we say we're going to do, could we potentially stop saying negative stuff out loud and get to where we want to go with even smaller steps forward, I think that we could. Not to mention, 
when we speak things out loud, if they have 40 to 70% more impact, then we are creating that belief in us. And if we are a product of what we believe, then how will we get to where we want to go when we're speaking this out loud over and over again? Can you hear this? Like, I mean, I'm kind of stumbling upon my explanation of this, but I couldn't wait to get it right. I just wanted to share it with you like now, because this could change our life. This could change our life. And even if we have a beautiful life, I talk about this in the Momentum Method, no matter how beautiful your life is, it doesn't mean you just sit there all comfy and say, I have such a beautiful life. We are the most alive when we're growing and challenging ourselves. So I hope to do that as long as I can, as long as I'm alive. Okay, so the 40 to 70% thing is probably enough. And that's all that I need to share with you. But I'm going to share a little bit more. And then I think we'll drill this down moving forward. So next is a quote that I heard him say on multiple interviews. I'm sure it's throughout the book. I think it's a really big foundation of everything he taught. And that is the past is real not predictive. So essentially, whatever happened in the past, it happened, it's real, we're not saying it didn't happen, but it doesn't have to be predictive of what you do in the future. That is very good news. Whatever happened in the past happened, but it does not have to predict what you do moving forward. Of course, if amazing things happened, and you want to use that belief to move you forward, that's a whole other thing. But bad stuff can happen, things can go wrong, decisions we make can be the wrong decision, whatever happened doesn't have to predict our future. So it's the story of this young man, and he was not going to school all the time, maybe hanging out with the wrong crowd. I might not get this perfectly right, I will link to some YouTube videos on it. So anyhow, his mom wants him to take the SAT tests. And so he takes the test. And he gets the score back. And apparently he gets a 1480. And that's out of 1600. And his mom is like, Are you kidding me? She couldn't believe this boy of hers who didn't go to school, maybe wasn't doing good in school, all of those things could get a 1480 out of 1600. But he said, Yeah, that was my score. I didn't cheat. So then he starts showing up in class and takes his schooling more seriously. And the teachers notice this kind of new found commitment to his school. And they start to treat him differently. They start to recognize this man has so much potential. So he graduates from school. He goes to community college. Eventually, he ends up going to Princeton. He becomes this very successful entrepreneur. And then I think it was like 12 years later, he finds out that he was given someone else's score. His actual score was not 1480 out of 1600. It was 740. Oh my goodness. 
Imagine if he received that 740 and he showed up with that in mind and moved forward. But because he received that 1480, he started to show up differently. This reminds us that success is not just about talent or intelligence. It's about how you show up. So if you do not feel like a 1480 out of 1600 in whatever it is you want to do, what if you start being that first? So for example, let's talk about a photographer who wants to become a better photographer, a better filmmaker. If the thinking is, I'm not enough, I'm not good enough, and you show up from that, you can imagine where you're going to get to. If your thinking is, I am so excited to become a better photographer, and how am I going to do that? I am going to show up every day. Like many amazing photographers do, they show up and they do the work on repeat. This story, if you really take that in and think about how this could work in your life, no matter your age, your stage, no matter what the past has been and what you want your future to be. That, it is extraordinary to consider. That's extraordinary to consider. So I haven't even talked about getting to neutral. I'm going to touch on getting to neutral, but like I said, I think this needs to be expanded on. So essentially what Trevor Moad is talking about when he's talking about getting to neutral, he is saying instead of thinking negatively, speaking negatively, you can just be neutral. And instead of having a lot of negative thoughts and planting positive thoughts, kind of plopping them on, and your brain doesn't really believe it, he's saying we can all get to neutral. So if you are in a story that isn't positive, it's quite negative, you want to shift the story Yes, you could start to think differently, say different things, but he teaches that if you can get to neutral, then of course you're not speaking out loud the negative, and that alone will be so powerful. And what I was thinking about this is, especially if you're like positive thinking, blah, 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 you can hear me on this. You can hear me on this because it is backed by studies, science, that when you speak negative things out loud, it's 40 to 70% more powerful. By the way, when you think things negatively, it's 4 to 7% stronger than thinking positive. So if you can limit your negative thoughts to neutral, can you see how powerful this could be? So I also want to touch on this. When we can get to neutral, this means that I'm going to give an example as photographers. We post a photo on Instagram and that photo does amazing. And we think, oh my gosh, it did so amazing. I'm so good. Look at everyone loves my work. I'm so amazing. We're basically basing our worth on the Instagram results and it goes both ways. So when it falls flat, we doubt our worth, our talent, all of it. That's what we do. So we're relying on results outside of us to determine if we can think 
positive or negative about our work. So what if you could get to neutral and keep neutral in mind both ways? So if you're not basing your value on when you get lots of likes, hearts, shares, then you shouldn't be basing your value on when it falls completely flat. You could just be neutral. And essentially neutral could be, I take photos and share them with the world. Truth, your brain will believe it. And if that is you, that is your vision, your mission, think how powerful that could be. So you don't have these negative or positive sways back and forth. You're in the consistency of I take photos and I show up and share them with the world. Do you see how powerful that could be? And that doesn't mean that you can't be positive about your work. In fact, I would love it if you could be amazed by your work, in love with your work. In that space, it's a beautiful place to be. And you can be there without it being conceited or braggy. You can just live in that. I am so in love with the work that I create and put into this world. And you can come to Instagram with that. You put it up to share it with the world. And it really doesn't matter how it's received. It just is. And you can love it. It's just so good, guys. This message is so powerful. There's so much more. I could go on and on and on because I just think there's so much gold in what he is teaching. And we can grab hold of that. And change our lives in really amazing ways. Even if we already have an amazing life, what if you have this amazing life? You live in a beautiful home, you get to do the things you love, but yet out of your mouth is complaining and negative thinking. What if you went on a diet from that? What might that do in your life? Could you imagine how much more amazing it could be? How much more extraordinary you could feel? And how you might show up differently in the world. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm not saying I've figured this out. But I am definitely thinking about the things I say out loud that are negative. And sometimes, yes, we are humans who need to vent for sure. But I have a habit of going home and complaining to John about things like it's so icy out there. It's so cold. When's winter going to be over? And on and on. I do this. This is what I do. This is some of the work that I want to do. And there's, of course, way more than that, too. All right. I'm going to end this now because I feel like it's kind of gone on and on. I want to hear from you. DM me. Email me. If you think this will impact someone you know, share it with them because I really truly believe this is a message that needs to get out into our circle, our community, our world. Tons of love, and we'll talk to you soon.